back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right, we're about one week, one week from the 2023 Western Conservative Summit, our 14th annual summit. You can get tickets at westernconservativesummit.com, westernconservativesummit.com. The youth conference sold out. Workshops are booked. So you got to get your tickets so you can be a part of all of this. About 2,000 attendees, Breitbart Media carrying it to another few hundred thousand online. All 50 states are a great partner with Salem Media. They'll be having it on Salem Now, where you can watch the speeches after there as well. After the summit, you can watch it there as well. Let me go through just some of the speakers. Dr. Yoram Hazoni, probably one of the most brilliant Israeli political minds out there. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, Eric Metaxas, Tulsi Gabbard, a few presidential candidates, Larry Elder and Governor Asa Hutchinson, Senator Josh Hawley, Riley Gaines, Kristen Wagner, the CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom, Isabel Brown, Jenna Ellis, Music Friday Night by Coffee Anderson, Representatives Lauren Bobert, Ken Buck, Harriet Hageman, and Doug Lamborn. And one of the other speakers that's going to be joining us, we're just announcing this now, so you're hearing all about it, Tina Deskovich, Moms for Liberty, one of the most important organizations out there, has really just exploded onto the scene and has rightfully restored a parent's place in the public square with regards to their rights in educating children. That has gone away. I have, friends, I have sat in these committee hearings down at the Colorado State Capitol where they explicitly said that parents are the problems. And if we only got parents out of the way, these teachers driven by a radical leftist agenda would be able to guide these children into brilliant and perfect lives. I am not kidding you. They specifically say that your elected officials believe that the greatest problem a child has right now is the fact that a parent stands between a radical leftist agenda and their children. And these moms have exploded onto the scene to fight back and claw back parental rights from these leftists. So Tina Deskovich, you all go to these school board meetings. I would say five, 10 years ago, generally, probably not a lot of people in attendance at these. They could probably skate by. You might have a few activists that were paying attention. But now they're kind of on on full display. And they're even pushing back against you all now, right? I mean, you kind of have seized the moment, but you're getting pushback now, even at these school board meetings. Okay, so there's a couple things you said there that I'd like to unpack. First of all, people have been attending and paying attention to school board meetings for a very long time. Just not a single conservative in this country has been paying attention to school (laughs) board meetings for a very long time. I told you I served here in a red county for four years. We had textbook reviews by state law. You have to put the textbook out to the public. You have to open it up. You have to put out statements publicly. You have to have a meeting. And I had to hit the gavel as chair and say, 
please come speak. Anybody have any concerns about this book? And I would send out for days and weeks and months. We're going to be reviewing history textbooks. I personally cannot review 12 years of history textbooks in these 30 days. I need community members to step up. I'd go to the Republican Party. I need you guys to come and do this for me. Nobody would show up ever. Mm. It was so demoralizing and so frustrating. And so, you know, but, you know, who would show up? After Marjorie Stoneman Douglas happened, uh, you know, we had a thousand red shirts from Moms Demand Action, making sure that their um, their issue was heard. Every time you have a teachers union disagreement with contract, you have hundreds of red shirts from Red for Ed in there, making sure their issues were heard. No other color shirts ever, 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 ever. Which is one of the reasons we're navy blue, <laughs> because I we needed representation. Our ideas and our values are most prominent in America, but no one was representing them in public education. And so that is the first thing I wanted to address. The second thing you mentioned is that we are under attack. And if I could explain to you the level of attacks that we are under uh, every day, all day, my cell phone, my email, my text, and including all of my staff, just hateful, disgusting, mm. deplorable um, message threats, death threats. We actually have law enforcement assigned directly to us because of the threats we're under from the work that we do. Uh, you know, the hateful media all day long, every day, we get Google alerts about lies. I mean, sometimes they just create things out of thin air. They create graphics that they say we've created. They attribute things we've never done. Um, they are trying to destroy us. And the more impactful we get and the stronger we get, the more uh, the hate and the evil comes out to us. And let me tell you, I have a stack of postcards right now I'm looking at sitting at on my desk from Satan. I get letters, and so does Tiffany, my co-founder, um, to our home addresses from someone uh, that signs them as Satan, and they are very evil and very sick. Um, the level of attacks we're under, the cyber attacks we get, it's, it's, they're global. It's, it's just remarkable what's happening to our organization. And I often say that if you're getting that type of flack, you're definitely over the target. And so what it, what is the target? We've talked kind of briefly about this, but it's, it's the idea that they want to utilize children to further their agenda because they, they don't have families themselves. Um, some do. I mean, some obviously do. But the left generally doesn't really – embrace the idea of building strong families, investing in families, the transmission of values over generations. Uh, It's highly individualistic. And so conservatives think that that building families are very important, but the left wants to fundamentally change this country. They do it through the schools, and it feels overwhelming to try to even push back on this. Do you guys think that – we're talking with Tina Deskovich of Moms for Liberty – do you think things are changing? Do you think you've been able to stop this aggressive attempt to fundamentally change the country through our schools? Have we been able to stop it? No. Will we stop it? Yes. So last year, our chapters endorsed in over 500 school board races across the country. And let me tell you, uh, we are not a pack. We did not put a dollar behind those races, except in Florida, where we did open a small state pack. Uh, so nationally, uh, not a dollar in those races. And we are up against candidates that have been endorsed and supported by teachers unions, which in California alone, for example, last year they put $2 million in their school board races. So last year, our chapters, all we gave them was a tool to screen candidates. We kind of taught them how to hold a candidate forum. These are not political people, our moms. They are new to the political scene. They've never done anything like this before. They selected uh, 500 candidates that they wanted to win last year, and we won 275 of those seats. And so we are working towards a whole lot of things 
things this year to increase those numbers, but we're working to take back those school board seats one by one, and that's a first step in in getting control back control, you know, putting parents back in the driver's seat of public education. What do you hear from teachers about the work that you're doing? You know, if you go to the teachers' union, you will hear that, you know, the leaders of the teachers' union nationally, you will hear that we're trying to destroy public education, that we aren't friends of teachers, but I will tell you the truth, and the truth of the matter is we have teachers, public school teachers that are leading chapters of our organization around the country. Mm. We have plenty of members that are public school teachers that are very concerned. They're being forced to call kids pronouns when they know the kids are not that, that gender or that sex. They're being forced to deceive parents. They're being forced to teach things that are against their moral agency. Um, you know, most of the teachers I know uh, are, aren't are on board with what is going on. And so uh, it's, it's a big shocker to them when we reveal that. What do you say to a mom or dad that's going, you're right. I have never actually stepped out and, you know, testified before or uh, let alone even maybe even posted anything on social media indicating where, what I feel about these issues. Uh, what is what is your message to somebody that is aligned with you on the issues but has never stepped out to actually try to uh, push back? Mm, I think I would go back to the quote that says, all evil needs to win, and I may be messing it up, is for good people to stay silent because that is – that's where we're at. It, it's a scary time for people. Uh, one of our moms in uh, Georgia spoke out during COVID about her five-year-old being masked, and she it went viral all over the globe. Uh, it was she was one of the first ones to step up and really speak out like that and get the media's attention. It was such an impassioned speech, and I talked to her afterwards, and she said, "I have never spoken into a microphone in my life. That is the first time I've even used a microphone." Uh, so like I said, these women are not political. They're not historically activists. It is very scary for them. Uh, some people don't seem to have, you know, the backbone for it. It's hard. It is hard. And it's gone beyond, you know, the shaming and going online and making fun of us and calling us names that we don't want to be called. The left is now starting with frivolous lawsuits and to file charges. And you know, they're really going in hard and nasty to really make it difficult to stand up. But we will not be uh, deterred, not at all. We are moms. There's nothing more important to us than our children. And so rest assured, we're going to win this war. Tina Deskovich, Moms for Liberty, will be a keynote speaker at the Western Conservative Summit main stage June 9th and 10th. You can get your tickets at westernconservativesummit.com. What I love about the summit is you're not just going to be sitting there listening the whole time. These speakers come out and interact with people. Uh, They'll be in the exhibit hall. You'll get a chance to meet them, talk with them. We need spaces like these for conservatives, especially in states like the one we're facing, uh, to be able to get together, to be uh, networking, inspired, educated, and activated to make a difference. Tina, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. So Tina Deskovich, Moms for Liberty, joining us, one of over 60 speakers that'll be at this year's Western Conservative Summit. You can get the whole list at westernconservativesummit.com. Go to momsforliberty.org. Momsforliberty.org. You can learn more about Moms for Liberty there. Friends, I got to tell you, this is a unique event. It's a great event where we're all together and learning about each other's organizations. We're going to continue this conversation with Jennifer Fielder of American Lands Council. When we come back, 
You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University.